Good day to you, the newest member of the Gridman Alliance. A kaiju has appeared in the city, and it's up to us to stop it by listening to another episode of Jordo's Bizarre Podcast. We're following Utah and Gridman as they defend the city against the consistently emerging kaiju threat. One of the hosts, Jordo. Yet and again, your co-host, Uchi. Hell What's yeah. up? Hell yeah! Welcome to the very first episode of Mecha March. Uh, literally all mechs all the time. Yeah. Buy Gundams. Don't. This is not sponsored by Gunpla, but it could be Gunpla. All Gunpla sponsor me. <laughs> you just want free Gundams. Yes. Always. I'm hooked, man. I don't even gotten them. I want free Gundams. Yeah. Topic at hand, though. Topic at hand. First impressions of the show. I liked it. It looked great off the bat. I did not, did not, did not care for Ultraman. By any stretch when I saw Ultraman stuff. Yeah. But Studio Trigger did a very, very good job of like, hey... Like, here's a bunch of seeds to plant and a whole bunch of things that are happening. Like, figure it out. Enjoy over, like, it's only 12 episodes. But, like, they just really threw that at me. And it's like, oh, okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, first impression is I love this show. Like, this show is my sad and winning cartoon. Like, at the end of the day, I'm a simple man. I see... Giant robot punching Kaiju in the face. I subscribe to that, you know? That's right. So, like, I enjoyed that about this show. I love the music. I love, like, the general plot. And I kind of even like, like, the deeper aspects that he was trying to bring up as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, giant robot punching monster in the face. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Honestly, like, that. that's all I need from a mech anime. Like, I'm, I'm not asking for a ton here. Yeah, like... I don't ask for a lot, but if you give me simple stuff, I enjoy it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So getting right right into it, Uchi. Weeaboo Quick Takes. Best girl. Best girl for me is Rika. Rika's a good choice. Rika's a good choice. I think I'm going with Kaiju Girl. Kaiju Girl? Yeah. I mean, She's a Kaiju real one. She was so out there. It was kind of refreshing. Yeah. But, yeah. okay. Can you say that since 90% of the characters in the show are very out there? That's true. That's true. Okay, best boy. Uh, what is his name? Kaiba. Wait, which one? Kaiba, the dude of the swords. Oh, Cal- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he kicks ass. I'm going mine with Anti. Anti has a good redemption arc for a very Anti short series. Anti has a very good redemption arc. He just has a great, like, character building arc in general. Honestly, yeah. Like, he's great. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Waifu and or Husbando. Waifu has to go to Ori Taka Ori. So, Rika's mom. Uh, I'm going with the Husbando, and it is Gridman himself. Gridman himself. All right. Yeah, let's go. Heck it. They know you're, they know you're just choosing a dildo as your husband. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. He's Gridman. I don't give a sh- I don't give a hoot heck dang. Yeah. 
I love the fact that what's the, it's Green Man himself, not Utah, because Utah has no personality. No, Utah, Utah. Yeah, Utah. I mean, technically, if you think about it, Utah's not even in the show. That's true. Utah shows up for like five seconds at the end. Yeah. So let's get truly, truly into this show. Animation art style. Like, it's pretty good. Um, Studio Trigger. Studio Trigger's got this amazing art style way. Like, if you look at a uh, art style and animation way, you look at a Studio Trigger show or movie, it's just like you instantly know that's like Studio Trigger. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like their calling card, right? Right. Because it's very, like, out there and, like, dynamic, right? Yeah. And a lot of Studio Trigger shows don't actually look alike. They look very different, but there's something about it that you know it's Studio Trigger. So, like, the art style in this show, like, I remember when we were doing, like, the group watching thing, I commented, like, one of my favorite things about, like, the design is just, like, the eye designs of all the characters. Because yeah. it's, like, very unique stands out, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the animation, the animation, like, the kaiju and Gridman fights are, like, really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I look like, forward to them every single time. And it looked great. The The way they did... the de- I, I won't speak too much for the designs, because we're going to do a specific mech part. But, like, the, the art style that they brought to the show was amazing, and I thought it was great. Yeah. Like, I thought it was great. It was very dynamic. It was very, like... It's, it's different from a lot of, like, other, like... Uh, mecha shows that we watch, right? Mm-hmm. Like these mechas, like a lot of mecha shows, we watch like the very mechanical and slow, right? But like Grinman was like out here moving quick, like even um, Anti, like how quick he was, right? Yeah, like it added something different. It's like I I know you didn't like Ultraman, but it was kind of like a throwback to Ultraman because like oh, the yeah. idea of Ultraman, it was like a quote unquote person fighting kaiju and like. They were just like, hey, let's just make Gridman like a mecha instead. And, like, it'll work for me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have any idea how, like, the old Ultraman worked. But, like, now the way they did this was fun. Because, like, okay, like, sometimes you had, like, the very quick mechs. that is, Or the quick kaiju versus, like, a quick mech in Gridman. And that was so much fun to watch. And the way they animated it and the way they, like did some of the the shots that they had where they were panning out and giving a sky view to show like the magnitude of these fights was so cool to me. Yeah. It was, it was actually really great. Like, I don't know. Is there something kind of like, I hate the word side in morning cartoons, but it was like very sad in morning cartoon, you know what you're getting with the fights, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, like, a very light show, and you basically watched it for how light it is, and you watched it to watch the robot fight a kaiju, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. A very light show. Yeah. Uh, You wanted to talk about some of the themes, though. Yeah. All right. Oh, very light show. Time to get dark and serious. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, I don't remember any of the themes. I was watching Robot Punch Kaiju, so like, <laughs> sound <laughs> off. He was watching Robots fight people. So, I think I'm going to flip it around. Let me start with the first one, and then yeah. go with the second one. Because I don't think you really like the idea of the world being a simulation, or being like, in Nakane's hut. Look, that just bugs the hell out of me, because it seems like a cop-out. It's like, oh, we made this whole crazy thing, but ah, it's just, it's just a joke, just kidding kind of vibe. Like, I'm just tired of it as a trope. There's nothing wrong with it, and it doesn't take away from the show. It's just like, 
I don't care about that anymore. I don't want the simulation. I don't want the, it's a dream. Like it's, it's tired. It's not adding anything to the show. And it kind of like broke my immersion a little bit and not so much to the point where I dislike the show, but I mean, I don't know. Like if I were to like quantify it a little bit, it went from like, I had it at a 10 and then studio trigger was too horny. So I put it to a nine and then the simulation thing, put it to an eight. Like, I still enjoy the show immensely. And I'm not saying it would take it down to, like, a negative by any point. But it was just a, like, a, it seemed like a bigger slight to a very, very, very good anime. Yeah. What if I argued that, like, yes, it is all happening inside, quote-unquote, a simulation. But it's not, like, the simulation, like, where you wake up from a dream. But rather, it's a created artificial world. Because, like, the implication is that uh, Gritman and... Alexis come from a different world than where uh, Akane came from. Mm-hmm. So, like, the implication, like, it's like a multiverse, right? And the idea is that Akane created her own quote-unquote world where it was going to be perfect, and Alexis gave her the powers to create that world. So, like, my argument for that is that at the end of the show, when Akane left her world, the, that work still continued to happen. It still continued to progress, and things were still happening. Right. That's better. I, I shouldn't be so divisive with my take on the simulation thing, because when explained like that, it does make it, like, less... Like, I, it doesn't make it less tropey, because it's still the same trope. It's just, it's not even that I dislike it in this show particularly. I just dislike the trope itself. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I feel like it takes away. And, like, it, it does, like, I guess it does. It makes sense. It canonically makes sense to have it be, like, a simulation. Sure. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I think, I think a simulation was the wrong way to look at the world, or the wrong word to use, like, Ushan like, says that world is simulation. It's a, it's a world, right? It exists. Okay, it thinking exists. about it as not a simulation, but as like a different dimension. Then sure, yeah, fine, fine. It's a different take on it. Like I, I won't drag it too too hard because it does make sense. Yeah. It still did happen, you know. Like I just don't like the trope because it's like, oh, we showed you this cool story. It was awesome, and part of the like, story then becomes, like, psych, it didn't actually happen, get fucked. <laughs> I mean, I think that's where, like, my argument would come in that it still did happen, right? Yeah. Because it would move on to my second theme of, like, the idea of forgiveness and friendship, mm-hmm. right? Because, um, if you look, oh, like, there's this fan theory that goes around that Rika in the world... Oh, okay, fine. Let's first start off. Like, the, at the end of the show, when you saw Akane wake up, you saw, like, the in-real-life version of her, right? Yeah. And there's a fan feed that goes around that uh, Rika was the original avatar that Akane created to inhabit the world in. Oh. All right? So, like, that's why they look similar. Because, like, one of the things, like, if you look at a lot of the characters in the show, they all have, like, darkish hair, right? Except yeah. for Yuta and Akane. Mm-hmm. Right? Yuta, you can argue, because, like, he's great man, and Akane, like, the god of the world, has, like, the two-stand hairs, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So like then that, that's the first family, right? So I kind of created Rika in the world to quote unquote inhabit as her like that that body. Yeah. And it was going to be it's like a kind of personality in the real world. Right. This like slightly like someone monish, more grounded. Inclusive. Yeah. 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 That's you know fair. I mean? And then like my next point is I think we only watch like the E D once truly. But like the E D of the show, like all those slideshows, right? It's like the pictures of uh Kanye and Rika hanging out. Mm-hmm. And it's if you remember in the show, I think a kind of points out like, oh, we used to hang out a lot and then you kinda of just like stop what happened, right? Right. Like that's E D is like them I being like the quote unquote close friends right. before Rika gained her agency and started to branch out and create yeah. her own like, like life, get her own agency like life, yeah. right? So then then now that comes to this idea of like forgiveness and friendships. Cause for everyone in this world apart from Akane, they view this world as the, their world. Like these people matter to them. Yeah. Right, and I kind of viewed them as these toys and figures that she could play around with and change it and worm. Mm-hmm. And like this idea of like, because at first I kind of was like, the reason why you can never hate me is because I created you to never hate me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I remember then, that. That was like a big scene on the bus. Yeah. It was actually a very messed up scene. You're like, whoa, that's dark. Yeah, like, Jesus. I guess that's yeah. also, like, would explain why they could never, like, just get rid of Akane. Yeah. But. You could never get rid of Akane. And then, like, Rika's argument is that, well, Rika's argument is, like, I, I'm i not going to forgive you because I can't hate you, but I'll choose to forgive you because you are my friend and, like, try to see, like, the good in Akane. hmm Because, like, I think the argument here was that it's that Akane is it's like the way we view like say like playing Sims or other stuff right yeah you know yeah it's and like, like the argument it's yeah like it's it's not real to us we can we can break immersion in a way where we're just not empathetic to characters that aren't real and that's how i guess akane in this instance like akane would be reacting to everybody in the world like i don't care about these people they don't matter they're avatars they don't have like they're not human they're not anything unless you choose to assign value to them which she just did not which is yeah if you look at it from a video game perspective like who cares but i mean like in the show it's a completely different story yeah, sure, it's a completely different story, but, like, that's the thing, right? And I think it, it also gets to, like, that dream episode, right? When they're stuck in a dream. Mm-hmm. And I think the argument is that we know that Akane in her, quote-unquote, life or in her world, she's reclusive, lonely, doesn't really have, like, the friends, the friendship structure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I like what, what the character's name pointed out. Sure, or Utsumi, right? When he was, like... When Akane was like, oh, but we can be friends, right? And he's like, well, if we met in a different way, sure, maybe, but not after what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no forgiving the things that she's done. Yeah. So, like, it's interesting because Grinman was like, oh, I just have to save the world, right? Yeah. 
Utsum is like, I can't forgive you. And like Rika's like, I will forgive you. So it's like all these different characters now have agency. Or yeah. like have their own individual agency instead of like Akane being like, I created this world, right? Yeah. And they, they all had like a different way of interacting with, with what is effectively like the bad guy. Not yeah. that Alexis is not the bad guy, but Akane was also technically like the main villain or one of the main villains. So yeah, everyone has like, like a different interaction with her, which is neat. Like, it's super neat. It's super neat. It it it's a different way of like looking at like the stereotypical like oh this is the bad guy. Okay, we just have to punch them in the face, yeah. right? Yep. It's taking like a more nuanced look because like Akane is pretty much influenced by uh, Alexis, right? Mm-hmm. And then like Alexis's whole stick is like yeah I I live forever, but I feed off of people's loneliness and need to feel something. Right. And like, yeah, so that all, yeah, that makes sense. So it's like, okay, like that's why Alexis is pushing for it so much. Yeah. Okay. But then you can also just look at it as giant robot punches monster in the face. Yeah. 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 If you wanted to, you absolutely could. You don't have to watch in depth of this. That's how I'm watching G Gundam, but that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. It's, it's weird. Maybe I'm like, I I like like the dip, deeper philosophical stuff sometimes. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's gonna be ironic when the next one's recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in the intermission, though. Yeah. But so one segment I wanted to introduce for Mecha March is our Mecha specific section where we specifically talk about the 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 Mecha like the Mechs. The kaiju, anything like the big, cool things that make mech anime, mech anime. So one of the things I want to talk about the most is like the mecha and kaiju design. Like I don't care for the typical like Ultraman design, but Gridman and all of Gridman's like upgrades were slick. They looked so yeah. good. Like the bust arms. Oh. And, like, just the way that they did it was so good, where it's like, oh, well, we can, uh, because there was the the buster arms, there was the drill, there was the jet, there was, it was so good. It was so, such a good way to do it, in my opinion. And then, like. so cool. Oh, yeah. They nailed it. They nailed it. And the kaiju design. I love the kaiju design. I said a bunch of times while we were watching that they were, like, Dudley the Dragon looking, which is fine, (laughs) especially because, like, Akane is just. Technically, like, if you think about it, Akane is, like, a regular person creating these kaiju. So, it's, like, original. These are Akane's OCs as kaiju. Yeah. And so, they look a little goofy. Like, some of them were sick. Like, the, like, the, the mecha. The, 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 the weird dragon where its neck was straightforward. That was yeah. that was an interesting one. But there was also, like, the when, when she turned that one into a big, like, technically mech. Like, that was sick. That was so sick, where it's like, oh yeah, now it's loaded up with guns on its shell, and like, it's all metal, like, yo, right on. Yeah, like, this is gonna be, like, a destructive mecha, like, the mechas were, like, so cool, not the mechas, the kaiju were, like, so cool, and, like, each one was, like, different. Yeah, yeah, that was the best part, the the designs were so good. Yeah, I Um, like the, the one with, like, the lazy eye, I don't know why that just caught me, because, like, I don't... There honestly, there were such unique designs that like they all stood out really well to me. 
Like, there was no bad kaiju in this. I made fun of, like, again, the Dudley the Dragon looking one I made fun of, but I mean. Is it, which is the one that looked like a giant, um, that's a nice way to say it. It was just, like, long and, like, round-shaped, and it was, like. Oh, the penis looking one? Yeah. Yeah, that, okay, that's, never mind. All of them were good except that one. I forced that one out of my memory. But I, okay, there's a thing though. I kind of like it because that was also when Akana was going down a spiral, right? And like yeah. she started getting too like quote unquote depressed to like make creative kaiju yeah. anymore. Yeah, no, it's and it's like here. great purpose. That's sick. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, another thing I want to talk about because like especially with like across Gundam, there's like different piloting systems. So like, what did you think about the piloting system for Gr- like the piloting system in quotations for Gridman? It it's fine, like oh you know wait, I, I enjoy the fact that like junk like yeah. like junk had some stupid limitations. I enjoyed that. Yeah, junk was great. Like when they all jumped in the first time and started freezing and lagging. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what the hell? Yeah. And then Rika's like, oh maybe we just have to like turn it off and on again and it fixed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so goofy the way they did that. Junk was awesome. I like. I could care less about like Utah becoming Gridman, but I thought Junk was cool. And Junk like, was so cool. The limit, like you said, the limitation was so clever, and it's like it literally like just cannot process everybody going through it at the same time at full strength. Yeah, like that's so completely stupid. plausible. Completely plausible. Yeah, because it's like when you have like a really old computer, and you're like, I can still run this game. Mm, yeah, good luck. Good luck. Like, uh, uh, like the frames are gonna be dropping. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it so stupid. I just realized now the frames will be dropping in a simulation world. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> it's just Joe's face. Oh my god. Okay, but like speaking of like Utah actually becoming great man though, I. I don't... Okay, with the review at the very end that Utah, like the Utah we saw in the show was good, actually good, man, the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Makes it a bit better, but I was kind of like, I don't care about how the mecha was, like, controlled, right? Yeah. That's fair. Like, there's some interesting piloting systems, but, like, this one is whatever. Like, I, like Junk was cool, but I could care less about Utah just becoming good, man. That's it's yeah. it's a so so like piloting system. It's so so like I I cared more about like the Neon Genesis Junior High students like, yeah. becoming the weapons like that was yeah. kind of cool, right? Yeah, exactly. And that that kind of brings us into like the next part where we want to talk about some of the specific abilities. Like I won't get too too in depth about this because like it's a short anime and you can't really go like super heavy on it. But the fact that it was basically just the attachments, I thought that was slick, and I like that the attachments like had their own stuff and had like their own key parts. Like when there was that flying kaiju that was like puppeteering or whatever. And the jet came in and was like fighting the kaiju separately. I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty sick. Yeah. I think, Oh, about like the attachments. I don't know why it reminded me. Like, do you remember those old like adverts they used to put on TV for like kids, like their own like mechas and like, here's the, like the original like mecha and like all the attachments sold yeah. separately dude <laughs> that's still a like thing that. that's still a thing kmart shout out kmart 
for doing uh, Mecha March Madness. But uh, Shadow Kmart, he bought a like supplement like jet model for his Gundams because he's been buying Gundams like crazy. I'm sorry, Kmart, but uh, he's been buying Gundams like crazy. And then he thought he bought like a full Gundam because on the box it had the Gundam, but yeah. it was actually just the attachment kind of thing. And they still they still do that, and it does still remind me of that where they're trying to just sell merch. But I mean, like they actually did it in a cool way, so I'm not going to drag them too too hard. Yeah, like, that's just unluckiness. Yeah. Oh, and, like, the way they did it, it was part of the story. If it's part of the story, I'm not mad about it, but they're like, well, we just released this to release more action figures. Like, okay. Mm, like, but I guess that's the point of mech animes. <laughs> that's partly, like, that's why Gundam runs so long. Like, it's like, we're here to sell Gunpla. We're here to sell this stuff. Like, that's all anyone cares about. Yeah. But, yeah, I know, like, the attachments were pretty cool. I liked, I don't know why the... Was it Ultra Beam? Yeah. His, like, finish or whatever. Yeah. I think so. I, get, I like the way like, it gets so much, like, big and bad, like, with every yeah. single attachment. And, like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm just remembering this, but, like, I love the way every time they use, like, the either the Ultra Beam or, like, the sword, like, that l- super long laser attack, like, destroying most of the city. Mm-hmm. And then the anti at one point is just, like, Oh, like yeah, no, you guys get in the way of me fighting, and Usami gets mad. I'm just like, well, Greenman's out here destroying the city on the regular, but I guess Sound it's off, different. I guess, yeah, whatever. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us on another episode. And I know it's going to come out a little late into the month, but we're just refining our bearings in this. But it's another month of Mecha March. Another month? No. It is the one month of Mecha March that we're doing. We're doing a bunch of fun stuff in the Discord. We're doing Mecha March Madness, where we vote on which mech could win a fight or if we think it's coolest. It doesn't matter. You can fill out a bracket. You can find it in the Discord, which the link will be in the description of the episode. Uh, I'm streaming mech games through the week on Twitch. I'm going to be building Gunpla on tw- Twitch as well, so if that interests you as well, twitch.tv slash malfunction. That'll happen towards the end of the month, and we hope you're enjoying all the mech madness that we're giving you this month. Thank you again for listening. We'll see y'all in the rest of the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much. I want to tell everyone how much I love the music in this show. Yeah. It's so good. I've been listening to the intro slash victory music the whole time. Like, constantly since we finished it. Since we started it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's like... It's just quintessential, like, yeah, we're winning music. Like, that's just the vibe you get from it. And I'm like... Yes, big yeah. robot win fight. Big robot play cool music. And it's like, that's it. That's all I wanted. I was giddy. I was so giddy. It worked so well. And like, even outside from like the theme song at the start, right? Mm-hmm. Or like whatever they were winning. I love like when they dropped like the Eurobeat music. Yeah. As well. That was like, he that like, was the next whoa. thing I was going to say. I was like, yo, the Eurobeat whips butt. Like, it's so good. It's so good.
was so good. Like it, the music really like enhanced the fight scenes, yeah. and it was so fun, and it worked so well. And like, I don't know why. Like, Rwanda gets to be as you know, like like traditionally, whenever you're fighting the big bad guy, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is an easy fight, right? And you start hearing boss music, and the boss music is in Latin. <laughs> And like I like the way they flipped that around this time. Yeah, where, like, I love, the bad guys winning. I love that there was straight up like you posted that like oh the boss fight music is Latin like meme like so many times recently, and then yeah. like it actually happened in the show, and I was just like like we stay muted when we're watching these things like in Discord, but I was so close to unmuting myself and just being like Uchi, it's in Latin. <laughs> like they did I the meme. Even- the meme, I didn't even plan that. No, like, I no. I completely forgot about it, and, like, it happened, and I was like, yes. It was so good. Well, they only did it once, or, like, maybe twice. Like, it didn't happen a ton, so, like, I fully believe that you did not plan that. Like, there's no way. There's no way I could plan it like that, but it just, like, happened, and, like, I just, I love the theme song, because, like, you'd be there, like, the grip man is losing, and then, like, it starts playing, and like, oh! He's overcoming the odds! There's no way Gridman can overcome the odds. Twelve episodes in a row. Shocked <laughs> Pikachu face. <gasps> he is overcoming the odds again! But he's like gonna they win again. He's gonna do it. The music really solidified how just like goofy it was too. It's like like they did not Okay, so I was gonna say they did not take this show seriously, but they did. They clearly, clearly did. But they took it seriously to make sure that it was not taken seriously, I guess. Like it yeah. follows such a traditional, like Build up, build up, build up, fall, and then build up even more, and that's the true peak. Every episode. And I'm just like, yes! I love it! It's so good. Like, I'm sorry, my favorite. Like, I know it's diverting from the music, but it's like that whole, like, build up, build up, fall, and build up, build up, is when we think Gridman has, like, died or, like, disappeared, right? Yeah. And, like, we can't find him, we can't find him. And then one person's like, have you tried calling him? Why would we do that? Hello? Oh, hey, what's up? Like, (laughs) yeah, like, hello. Just we call. We just need to know where you are. That's it. It's like okay. It's so good. And like, I was gonna say too that the scoring really helps play into that because there's the way they set the music and everything builds into that. It's like okay, you're gonna get that somber music when things are like going poorly every time, and then like you'll get that euro beat when there's a fight, but it's not the end fight, so you know it's like, this isn't the end, like, this is not the final fight, we got more challenges to overcome, and it just invokes, like, that raw, like, goofy, like you said, Saturday morning cartoon emotion in the best way, and I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. It's the music in this, the score is just, it's amazing. They did so good, they did so good. Like it's fun. It's it's all those things where I kind of want that like when like something good's about to happen in my life, I want that Gridman theme music to like start kicking in. I've been lifting to it. I've been lifting to nice. it. Like I'll go to the gym and I'll lift to the Gridman theme because I'm like here we go, big lift, like lift to this. And it's such an upbeat song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the song almost follows like the same like mini trajectory. Not that it ever drops like too too low. But it does have that little trajectory of, like, up, down, up again, you know? Yeah. Which probably helped a lot. It did. It's it's really good. Like It's so... Just the whole... Like, and it wasn't even, like, the only... Like, the, the, the like, 
opening track is not even like the only good song in the show. Like there's so many very strong, strong musical like I, yeah. know, I was gonna say performances, but like like just like uh the OST is just amazing. Yeah, yeah, the whole OST is fantastic. Yeah. Like I gotta see you get like just like super hype for it, just like yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. it. Like unfortunately no one can see me right now because I was just hype literally just talking about the song. Let alone like yeah. actually doing the song. I have a go find it on Spotify now. I'll send it to and you. Yeah, add that. Yeah, hang on. Yes, I probably please. have it open on Spotify at the moment. So because I'm gonna use it in the episode, I'll also just let everybody know that it's Union by OXT. Even the name is hype, Union. Yeah, I know, right? It's so good. It's so good. By OST? OX. X like xylophone. Oh, yeah, okay, just th- that's for everybody. I'll leave that in so everybody can hear it. I'm going to use the, ep- the, the that, that song specifically for our music like I always do. So, like, th- there's my little credit. It'll be in the description of the episode as well. But The little description below. Like that's right. YouTube like, channel. comment, and subscribe. Don't I, forget to hit that bell notification. Hit that bell. That's right. That's right. Don't want to miss that. No, I'm done. That's enough. <laughs> Here's <laughs> enough a terrible segue. Here's a terrible segue into... The best segment on the show. Everyone's favorite. The moment you've been waiting for. I'm not going to do drums on the drum desk. Roll. Okay, I'll do drums. Okay. Does Jodo know? I'm really Ooh. hoping that didn't sound like garbage on the recording, but we'll find out. It probably did. It probably, it probably did. did. But it doesn't matter, because this section is not serious. It's like a 90s Game show. That's right. And I through the power of editing, maybe I'll fix it. No promises maybe. because I'm lazy. But anyway. But anyway, this week, like always, we have three questions. And like always, I'll be dropping them questions inside the Discord just after we finish recording. So let's see how many Jordan gets right. Question okay, number one. Alright. So why did I, why did I put the Japanese names? Why am I like this? I can't why? pronounce Japanese names. Okay, so I just do this. Rika's voice mom was was also voiced also voiced another character in an anime that we've done in the podcast. Which character was it? Oh boy, was it Spice and Wolf? No, on the podcast. I thought we did Spice and Wolf for the podcast. Oh, no, that was just anime of the month in November. That was before we started everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which character it would be. Okay, I'll help you out. It was a main character. It was a main character. Well, I'm just guessing. Okay, well, well, if I'm just guessing the character, give me the anime. But, I mean, that's going to tell me exactly who it is. Yeah. Now i got to remember what, what shows we've done for the anime. Oh, my goodness. What shows we've done for the anime? What 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 <laughs> animes we've done for the show? It, that's the best part. Of it. It's because like if maybe like you want to be paying attention, but her voice actors her voice is very unique. It's like you hear it and you're like, okay, I've heard this voice somewhere else before. It's not Tara Strong, even though we no, talked about Tara, Tara Strong a bunch. Oh, it, oh that was on stream. Actor. That was on stream. But we're, we're talking about the Japanese voice actor. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. The character is Haruko Harahara. Oh my Kuri god. Kuri. I try to not think about that anime as much as I can. 
All right, question two. Question number two. Name two other mecha that Studio Trigger have made. Okay, I know Darling in the Franks. I know Darling in the Franks. Okay, that's one. Yeah. uh, So half a point. They've never done any Gundam. Did they do Gurren Logan? Technically, no. Like, the people who worked on Gurren Logan went on to create Studio Trigger. Okay. Because, like, I I started Gurren Logan today. I did two episodes in, and (laughs) it's like, oh, my God. It is... Yeah. Are you ready to see the drill that pierces the freaking heavens? It's pretty... Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. There's a reason Uh, why I said Gurren Logan might win Mecha Madness. You see when you finish the show, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what other anime they would have done, though. I'm not. I don't have a ton off the top of my head. The other mecha anime that they've done is Promare. Oh, we've talked about that. Shoot. Yeah. All right. Last question. Last question. What is the name of the ending song from Neon Genesis Evangelion? I'm just watching the rebuild movies now. So another, I don't think it is in the rebuild movies, but like in the TV show, they 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 change the music in the rebuild movies, so it's fantastic. Yeah, like I could probably sing it, but I don't know what the song is called. Okay, sing it, because like if you like, can sing it, then you... like, are you talking about like the the like dramatic like ending music? It's like ba 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 ba. No 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 no, not that. Oh. like the the ed. Oh god, I have no idea. It's been so long since I've seen like the original like show. The name of the song is Fly Me to the Moon. Oh, now okay, no, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that makes sense. That Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got half a point out of three. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I will say watch the Evangelion rebuild movies though. As an ending remark, they're great. They're so good. They're going to mess you up. But if you know they're going to mess you up, you can kind of buffer yourself for it a little bit. You can get ready for the sadness. Yeah. Any closing remarks from you, Uchi? Just get in the robot, Shinji. That was so loud. Can you record that like a normal human? <laughs> you just okay. see it. It's like a block. <laughs> <clears throat> like a normal human. Just get in the robot, Shinji.